A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Hello, babies! Welcome to Baby Geniuses. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Thanks for listening to our show. How are you guys doing? Everyone hanging in there okay? <laughs> I hope so. Mm-hmm. It's almost Christmas! <laughs> How's everyone surviving the holidays with their families this year? God, hopefully good. Yeah, I am lucky that I don't have any like Trump supporters in my family that I have to hang out with. Yeah. I've got maybe like one in mind, but I don't see her very often. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, got one Gary Johnson supporter. <laughs> Who's oh, uh, weird? I, I like him. <laughs> I had a dream last night about Gary Johnson. Oh, did you? Yeah, a sex dream. No, it was like <laughs> a dream where I was listening. I was standing on the beach and I was listening to an. NPR story where Elizabeth Warren was talking about someone and then at the end of the story she goes and that man was Gary Johnson (laughs) that's my dreams are really stupid what a strange dream yeah um excuse me wow Lisa Lisa gave me a LaCroix so it's her fault I'm gonna keep burping into the microphone yeah I wanted I wanted 20% more burps (laughs) this episode crank it up Uh, I have some good news. Yeah, tell um, me. Uh, you know, amidst all the terrible things happening lately, um, my dog survived cancer. Yay, Andy! As of this recording, she is doing super well. Um, uh, listeners may know her from barking in the background of the podcast sometimes. <laughs> Um, yeah, Indy is kind of the unofficial mascot of our podcast, and she's been my buddy for 10 years. Uh, she means a lot to me. And uh, yeah, we went through this traumatic thing where she was sick for a whole week, and I thought she just had pancreatitis. That's what the vet said. And then I finally took her to the ho- hospital and had an ultrasound, and she had a cancerous tumor that had... Um, I apologize for using this word because it's the worst word in the world, but it had ruptured. And her abdomen was septic, which I was like, she's a goner. It's so Um, hard for me to hear the word septic and not think like, oh, the thing that you, the tank you hook your motorhome up to to get rid of all your poop. But that's what she was. Like her body, (laughs) that's why when the vet said septic, I was like, oh, she's a goner. Because when your body goes septic, that's like your body's like, okay, now I'm garbage. And I'm just, you know, I'm not no longer a living thing. Uh. Um. But they cleaned her out and took out the thing, and she, like, recovered amazingly. Yay, Indy. Everyone at the hospital loves her. It's really sweet. They're all like, she's amazing. She's the best dog. Oh, she is the best dog. (laughs) I was so worried about her. Me too. It was really stressful. I was having trouble, like, sleeping and eating healthily that week, and both me and my partner were so upset. We were like, oh, my God, we cannot handle having kids. Like, if we went through this much trauma over a dog, like, I can't even imagine having a sick kid, like... I wouldn't, I would, I would die. How could <laughs> I you? would just die. I wouldn't be able to get through it. Um, but yeah, shout out to Animal Specialty Group in Glendale. They've been fucking incredible. Glendale. Glendale. <laughs> uh, they've been awesome. And um, I w- <laughs> just, I would highly recommend people get pet insurance if they have a dog. Because um, mm. I did not have pet insurance and I wish I did. <laughs> oh, really? Dog surgery is expensive. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wasn't sure if. 
you had it and it just wasn't covered or no, no. Oh, it would have co- it would have covered it and saved me a bit of money but luckily i have a job so that helped um and uh yeah know, everyone get pet insurance and renters insurance yeah it's not that expensive yeah. both of those things um also uh my dog is she has a stomach tube right now. She's just had to have one for a month. I haven't had to use it or anything. Um, and I like bought her a sweater to cover the stomach tube. And there's like a little safety pin on the back to hold the tube up. And everyone at work thought that I she had it because she's an ally. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it's just to hold up her stomach tube. <laughs> but that's a very cute idea. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, I kind of wish we had asked them about that on our last episode. Oh, about for- whether the safety pin is like a actual thing that helps anyone? Yeah. I think I can answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's super helpful. I mean, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of good people who are helping have also, in addition to that, worn a safety pin. It doesn't hurt anything. But yeah. uh, if you just put on a safety pin and stop there, you're not really helping anyone. You yeah, sh- should probably like donate some money or time or ally volunteer. is a verb. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Action is the important thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, how's everybody's action going? It's yeah. been two weeks since our last episode. Yeah. You guys doing some good stuff? I hope so. I hope you've made some phone calls or maybe joined a protest or donated some money. Yeah, all those things that we talked about. Um, what else is going on? Uh. We've gotten some great emails about the Great British Bake Off. I hope everyone is still enjoying that show. I mean, it's devastating that it's going away. I hope it continues in some form, though. What, won't they all kind of join forces and just continue without Paul Hollywood? <laughs> Isn't that the idea? Well, so, okay. Well, no, Paul Hollywood. Oh, you mean like the rest of So, yeah. okay, to catch people up, uh, Great British Bake Off was sold from the BBC to, to Channel, Channel 4, 4, and everyone except Paul Hollywood is leaving. Yeah. So all of the light and joy is leaving the Great British Bake Off. Because Paul Hollywood is just like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll take the money. And everyone else is like, fuck that. We've been loyal to BBC. They've been with us from the beginning. Yeah. And so. So Mary Berry. No Mary Berry. And Sue and. uh, No Mel and Sue. Yeah. So this past, I mean, there's an upcoming Christmas special. And I think that's going to be the last hurrah for the original GBBO team. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, but there's always back seasons. Peter and I tried to watch season one recently and it uh-huh. was like, oh, this is a mess. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know what this show is yet it's at all. It's a complicated show. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff they had to figure out. Yeah. There's a lot of, and there's like an announcer who's like not anyone on the show. Like it's not, because <laughs> like in the later seasons, it's Mel and Sue doing yeah. the announcing. Yeah. Um, and there's just some guy and it's like, who is this guy? <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, but so it's weird. Um, but me and Peter were um, Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood for Halloween. So great. That was cool. Um, what else was I going to say about Great British Bake Off? I had a thing. You guys, my, my, my brain is not working at 100% right now. I'm not totally sure why. Is it because you're full of burps and the burps have replaced... Uh, your thoughts? I think so. I think that might be the main thing. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I wanted to sing for you my um, Great British Bake Off theme song. Oh, great. Um, co-written by Peter. We sing it when the song goes. <laughs> oh, my God. Because uh, you know the theme song that's like, Yeah. Uh, so whenever that goes, we sing, we're baking cakes now. We're baking cakes now. <laughs> baking cakes for my dad. 
Yay. <laughs> Thank you. That's very good. It was inspired by my friend Claudia Lanau, who wrote a theme song for uh, Law & Order uh, that she sings over the Law & Order theme song. Uh-huh. That's, um, this is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is very bad now. And then when it gets to the other part, she goes, now we must solve the case. Now we must solve the case. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's really good. I, I highly recommend you guys make up your own theme songs to shows that have instrumental theme songs. I love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had one more thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I tried a thing called Babyfoot. <laughs> or perhaps it's baby feet. I don't remember. But it is, uh, I believe it's Japanese, and it is like a foot mask. It's basically a bag of acid that you put on your foot and you tie it up and you leave it on there for an hour. And the whole time I was panicking because I'm like, oh, there's a bag of acid. Why on would feet. you stick your foot in a bag of acid? Because I heard it was a thing. That my, it was given to me by my brother's girlfriend as a gift. And like other people have done it. Friends of mine have done it. And nobody's feet fell off. So I'm like, OK, fine. I'll try it. Um, okay. And then you take it off and you rinse your feet. And then the weird thing is that you then forget you ever did this because <laughs> doesn't kick in until like three or four days later and then suddenly your entire foot just peels off like the like the all the skin just peels in great big sheets of skin what the, uh, that sounds really satisfying oh yeah it's fun super fun and you just kind of soak your feet and it just peels for like an entire week and just there's just flakes of skin everywhere and then what's the and like what's the desired outcome um then your feet are baby feet <laughs> They are very they're soft. They're like soft? Yeah, they're soft underneath. It like peels off all your calluses and junk. Was this inspired by uh, the WikiFeet uh, <laughs> guy coming no, on our podcast? Um, but I was reminded that I had this thing and I'd been too afraid to try it for months and then I finally used it. Um, and it was pretty good. I don't know if I would do it again because your feet are really gross for a whole week, even though it's fun to peel them. My boyfriend was like, why are you doing this? Your feet are fine. Yeah. <laughs> they were fine to begin with. But your ratings on WikiFeet were not 100% They were not. Beautiful. Yeah. So maybe now my ratings will go. Are up. you going to post a picture of them? Um, they don't really look different. So I don't know. But yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll take a picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Our listeners want to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should post a picture from when they were peeling because that's the good shit. That's the good shit. That's the shit you yeah. actually want to see. Uh, we had at my old job, this is only vaguely related, we had this whiteboard that was like so shitty. Like we would write on it. It wouldn't erase. There would be like this weird shadow on the text. And we were like, what is wrong with this whiteboard? We had to spray it with a bunch of like cleaning fluid to like wipe it off with the with paper towel. It was just like. The worst whiteboard. We ordered a new whiteboard. It was really frustrating. And then like three weeks before that job ended, someone noticed a sticker that said, please remove plastic film before using. <laughs> so we had just been writing on the plastic film protecting the whiteboard the entire time. We are the dumbest. <laughs> I can see that happening. It's very hard to see when there's a plastic film. Yeah. But then me and uh, Nick, who, you know, yeah. pilled it off together. <laughs> oh, and, that's fun. And we were just both like, oh, my God, I'm totally coming right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's a good reason to do baby feet, just to have something to peel. Have at. something to peel. You're not yeah. you're not like supposed to peel it yourself. You're supposed to just let it fall off. But you're going to fucking you're going to peel it. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. hurt. It's great. Um, <laughs> what else do we want to talk about? I'm sorry. I'm very uh disorganized right now let we me could, we could do chunch chat 
Oh my God, let's do Chunch Chat. Yeah. It's time for Chunch Chat, the weekly segment where we talk about any news or updates in the world of Martha Stewart's pony band Chunch. Chunch. When the clock strikes noon, we could have a picnic lunch, fine wine, full moon, and we're chatting about Chunch. Ben Chunch. There's no new uh, Ben Chunch news this week. <laughs> 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 that concludes Chunch Chat. It's time for <laughs> One on Fun. One on Fun. Emily. Yes. What's your least favorite piece of furniture? Like that I own or that people own? You can interpret that question <laughs> however you want. It could be an individual piece of furniture that you have had in your life, or it could be a general kind of form of type of furniture. I will say one way in which I'm not like Frasier is that there's not a specific piece of furniture that is the bane of my existence, a la his dad's chair. Oh. Um, but uh, I guess my least favorite type of furniture is any sort of uh, chair that is uncomfortable. Mm. Is that... I feel like there's got to be a specific one. I don't really... I have mixed feelings about those little, like... They're called pupitres in Spanish, and we don't have a word for them in English. Pupitres? Pupitre. Pupitre. Uh, where uh, <laughs> you have a chair with, the, like, the desk attached. Oh. Yeah. Like a school chair. A school chair, yeah. yeah. I don't like those. I don't like those. Those are bad. Those are not one size fits all. No. And they're only for right-handed people. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, all furniture is pretty cool with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a piece of furniture you don't like? This is not my question. I just want to know. Uh... Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes there's furniture I don't like. Yeah? Yeah. I'm feeling a little iffy on my couch lately. Oh, okay. I have you a couch. about getting a new couch? Yeah, it's like we got it. It's a, like a gently used Ikea couch that we bought on Craigslist, and it's kind of scratchy. Oh, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. And there's this um, Korean furniture store in K-Town, and they will make you a custom couch, <gasps> and they'll just make it to match any couch you actually want. So you can point to like a room and board couch and be like, I want this couch, and they'll... Use the same fabric and everything. Whoa. And will just make it for you for way cheaper. That's really cool. Yeah. Millennium Furniture. Look it up. Um, okay, Lisa. Yeah? <sighs> you looking around the room? I'm, I'm winding up for a very excellent question. I almost asked you a question about this carpet in this room, so... <laughs> 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 Saving that for later, for another podcast. Um... Lisa. Yeah. If they were going to erect a statue of you Ooh. in your hometown, yeah. what would you want the statue to be doing? I would be naked on horseback, like Lady Godiva. Yeah. So, you know, starting from a very classical place here, but then covering up my bits, my my tits and my, you know, whatnot. There'd just be snakes wrapped around. Oh, that's an awesome statue. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Someone do that. Glad you asked. Um, we should make an illustrated book of all of our one-on-fun questions. <laughs> and you can just illustrate our answers to every question. Okay, I'll get right on that. Yeah. That seems like a good use of your time. Yeah. Uh, 
That concludes One on Fun. We will be right back with Wiki of the Week. From the dawn of time, one podcast has unlocked the secrets of science and technology to enrich the lives of billions. And now, after a year where they've unlocked the golden age of knowledge, they're about to hit warp speed and go stratospheric. Wait, hold up. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and we participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and then report our findings to you. And yes, we've even investigated Scientology. Shh, Ross, shh. New episodes every month at MaximumFun.org. Oh no, Ross and Carrie. They show up so you don't have to. Welcome to Wiki of the Week. Let's introduce our guest this week. He's a very funny comedian and a good friend of mine back from San Francisco stand-up days. Yes. Please welcome <laughs> Casey Lai. Hi, guys. Hi. Girls. Nice to see you. Nice thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for being here. No problem. Very excited you're here. Uh, this week's Wikipedia page was sent to us by Anne Line. Uh, I don't don't think I'm saying that right, but what can you do? She's not here to correct me. <laughs> um, it's the Wikipedia page for responses to sneezing. A <clears> chew. <throat> <Achoo. laughs> and and we're off to the races. <laughs> Those are the two. Uh, in English-speaking countries, the common verbal response to another person's sneeze is "bless you," or less commonly in the United States, "gesundheit," the German word for health and the response to sneezing in German-speaking countries. There are several proposed bless-you origins for use in the context of sneezing. In non-English-speaking cultures, words referencing good health or a long life are often used instead of bless-you, though some also use references to God. Uh, in East Asian cultures such as Chinese, Korean, Japanese, and Vietnamese cultures, the practice of responding to another person's sneeze does not exist. Oh, I'm envious of that. Huh. I think it's <laughs> weird to have to respond. Because what do you do when someone has four sneezes in a row? It kind of tapers off. You know, you're like, oh, bless you, bless you. And then you just stop. Yeah, that does like, get awkward. Yeah, you're like, fuck you. <laughs> they don't, but like, not, no one wants you to keep going. You or the person who's sneezing. No, yeah. you keep, unless you're a crazy person. Uh, I love that the German one is so clinical. That it's just like, you have health now. <laughs> health. And like in the, um, you know, the English ones, like Protestant, you know, yeah, the English one's leads. like, may God be blessed, <laughs> be blessing you. May yeah. magic from the sky come and help Get you. Get that soul back inside. <laughs> I'm always the person who sneezes four times in a row and people, I just see it on people's faces that they get so annoyed. <laughs> and then by the end, they're like, get out. And I'm like, I, okay. My brother just yells, shut the fuck up. <laughs> funny. That's nice. Yeah, just to me. Uh, <laughs> knock it off is a classic. I, I know some, I have know a couple of people who, who like, do you know those people who like, who hold in a sneeze? Like, like yeah, you know, yeah. And you know, they go, well, and it's because I realized the two people that I know who do it, it's because they sneeze so loudly and oh. like grossly in their minds that they have like forced <laughs> themselves to not do it since they were a kid because they were made fun of. And so it's just amazing to me that there's a whole new, I mean, like, er, you know, there's so many reasons to uh, just not be yourself, yeah. you know, <laughs> like sneezing is one of those things because you get made fun of when you're a kid for your loud sneezes. I love it when someone has an insane sounding sneeze. It makes me so happy. I used to get really mad at my dad for sneezing really loud. It felt really aggressive to me. But it feels so good to sneeze. So yeah. you just got to... 
Let them have it. It sounded aggressive to you? <laughs> yeah, it was just like, Ah-tah! that's how I <laughs> sneeze. Mine's really aggressive and it scares the crap out of Adam. <laughs> it makes him so mad. But it feels good. It I was on a good. plane recently with a man who had a high-pitched, screamy sneeze that he kept oh, doing. Oh, man. <laughs> it made me laugh so much. Uh, Why do they not have, there's no response in, in like, uh, the Eastern culture uh, for sneezing? I'm not sure why. I guess just, like, didn't develop there. Or I guess perhaps they're more just like, like, yeah, this is what bodies do, and so we don't need to respond to it in any sort of way. Because it's not like we have a thing we say when people burp. Right. You know? Yeah. It's not like, well, why don't we say something when someone burps? Yeah, maybe they don't want to draw attention to it. It's, like, embarrassing for everyone. Yeah. I am interested in that. Is it the bless you thing? Is there, like, a soul escaping, or is it just, like, you've made a loud sound? It's. I, I am wondering, I like, it, the entomology of, if that's, I don't even know if that's the right word for it. I think it's, is. like, to to wish them well, because they it might be a sign that they're sick, right? Is yeah, it, uh, I think so. Uh, and I think this, I think you guys, more theories are going to emerge as we go through the different versions in different countries. Because oh, yeah. it used to be like, oh, you have the plague you're gonna die bless you yeah. <laughs> sorry for that yeah. sneeze you just bless you out. so you can go to heaven when you die and, from this disease that you have right now <laughs> and also I'm running away from you right yeah. <laughs> um, okay in Albanian they say shendet which means health and then so the then the sneezer says falaminderit or shendet pak meaning thank you and may you have health respectively <laughs> <laughs> I hope those translations are completely 100% accurate and that's how they talk to one another. <laughs> Just very formal and yeah. weird. Um, in American Sign Language, they say bless you and there's no response from the sneezer. Uh, in Amharic, they say yimmerish for female or yimmera for male and it means may God forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you respond, may you live for long. Huh. Man, so that where is that spoke? What language is that? That's a great question. I don't know. Amharic, Amharic? Um, Middle Eastern, that, oh, uh, that Ethiopia. Oh, Ethi- yeah, Ethiopia. in Ethiopia. Oh wow! So in Ethiopia, if you sneeze, it's a thing you need to be forgiven for. Yeah, um, sounds about right. I think we can, we can skip some of the ones that are repetitive. Yeah, there's a there's... bunch that are like he- health, be happy, like be healthy. Arabic is like all praises for God. Yeah, or God have mercy on you. God have mercy God on have you. Mercy. That's that's intense. Yeah, well, and then you the say, language. "God guide you and make you right." It's like it's <laughs> kind of passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know you. In Bangla, it says, "Stay alive." <laughs> it's much more direct. You say, "Jibito thako," stay alive, and then the resp- the sneezer says, "Silence." Really? <laughs> that's funny. Or it's not. It's unclear whether you say silence or you are Remain silent. silent. Yeah, but it's just in quotes silence, like in English, I guess. Wait, what is it again? It's your you. It be, says stay alive. Stay alive. Silence. Stay alive, baby. <laughs> That's something I like to say to my boyfriend a lot. Stay alive. Really? I yeah. say don't die. Yeah, please don't, don't die. Don't please die. don't die. Yeah. yeah. My boyfriend's on his way down here right now and in a car and I was like, oh, don't forget to not die. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Just remember. I'd like to see you later. <laughs> As he's texting me screeds. <laughs> it's like, oh, stop God. texting. He's like, it's the five. It's straight. No, 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 I know. Oh, my God. Ah, that would drive me crazy. Am I a bad girlfriend that I never text my boyfriend not to die? No. Bitch. 
<laughs> I don't know if it helps. <laughs> uh, I like the Burmese one, which says Tabap Pout Pilar, which means understood or got it. <laughs> and then <laughs> got it we got it and then, you're sick you're gonna die and then you respond either yes or no <laughs> like yeah i got it or i don't understand <laughs> i don't know it? what's wrong with me what is it that you got <laughs> like do you got it got under it? control yeah you got, got all your snot together but i don't understand why understand understood i don't i don't understand that at all me neither um <laughs> in chinese uh oh well in cantonese um, <laughs> sneezing in Southern Chinese culture means that someone is speaking ill behind your back. Oh fuck! Um, That's and pressure. What yeah. you say is, <laughs> I can't read what it says in Cantonese, but it translates to a great fortunate occurrence or a good one. <laughs> so you say like, "Hey, good one." I when like someone that. Sneezes. I'm gonna try that next time someone sneezes. Hey, good one. And they say, "Excuse me, back." Good Excuse one. me. <laughs> good one. <laughs> I can go back and forth for a while. Yeah. Um, in other parts of China, you can say, drink more water. <laughs> or may you live for 100 years. Uh, <laughs> drink more water. <laughs> good advice. Does water good. prevent Good old sneezing? school advice. Yeah, I That's guess. the original medicine. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Um, in Danish, they say prosit, which means may it help. <laughs> um. So I guess that's yeah. Like I like I hope the sneeze fixed it. Yeah. Um, let it out, girl. <laughs> in, <laughs> let it out, girl. Let it out, that? girl. Yeah, that's on gay. Island. That's on gay. Island. <laughs> the wiki page we yeah. almost did and are not doing. Um, in Dutch, they say health. Ah, uh, but if the person has sneezed three times, they say three times. I guess they say three times, the weather will be nice tomorrow. Oh. So if you sneeze, they say, the weather will be nice tomorrow. The weather will be nice tomorrow. The weather will be nice tomorrow. Where's that? Oh, great. But then if you That's... sneeze four times, they're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> You've doomed us. That is yeah. wherever, they, wherever they speak Dutch. <laughs> oh, got it. Uh, You've doomed us to dark. No, I, oh my God. Almost. almost <laughs> 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 or What's wrong with me? Three kier, morgen mulweer. <laughs> oh, they say three times, the weather will be nice tomorrow. They say in parentheses. So it's a three kier, morgen mulweer. Oh. Muy weird. Uh and then uh the and then the the sneezer says thank you. <laughs> um <laughs> Sneezer says what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh in Germany in addition to saying Gesundheit, you can also say you shall grow tall. Oh. Huh. When I thought I was done growing. Yeah. If someone's really tall, that's like a curse. Yeah. They don't need to grow anymore. I can't stop growing. <laughs> in in <laughs> French, in French, they say to your wishes after your first sneeze, to your loves after the second, and that they last forever after the third. More archaically, the translations are "God bless you" and "health" in that order. Um, and then the sneezer responds, "Thank you" or "Thanks." May yours last forever after the second sneeze. Oh my god, that's so much. Yeah. It's so elaborate. Yeah. I just love that every culture for some somehow came up like th there was a need to respond to it. Like, yeah. Like that. That's very interesting to me. And I guess it does go back to the fact that it was like a sign of sickness. And so there was just generally a a f like a oh, no, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. It's like you know? the original sort of like faux pas or like awkward situation where you're like someone sneezes and you're like. Uh, I hope yeah. God likes you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hope you got your shit right with God, because that didn't sound good. 
<laughs> that was Flemmy. It's Flemmy that one. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Uh, in Japan, um, it is n- very rare for anyone to acknowledge a sneeze in Japan. It is customary not to say anything at all, but you could say odaijini, which is take care of yourself. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, <is>, <clears throat> like, take care of your shit. Yeah. And then the sneezer responds, sorry or excuse me. <laughs> That's, that sounds all right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Kurdish... Uh, I love the Kurds right now. Yeah, by yeah. The way. You're into yeah, Kurds. we can talk about it later. But the <laughs> Kurds are like, I think they're crushing the Middle East in a good way. Oh, we should give it to them. That's good to hear. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, <laughs> or not at all. What did I say? Uh, <laughs> in Kurds, many times when one sneezes, they say that the thing that they are about to do will not happen. So a listener says "kerbe," uh, like, and so they say, "It will be a good thing, God willing," or the shorter version, "a good sign, hopefully." Um, so that's a little confusing. Um, <laughs> in Kyrgyzstan, this may be based, based on an onomatopoeia of the sound of a sneeze, like the English achoo. So like if someone sneezes, you go achoo at them. Yeah. Like you make fun of them immediately. Huh. Yeah, that's threatening. Uh, yeah. That's, that's weird. And then the sneezer says, thank you. <laughs> thank you for imitating yeah. my sound. <laughs> uh, in Marathi, they say, it's the truth. You're dying. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Now that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good catchphrase for my comedy. Yeah. Just do a, just punch, do just, a punch and then, and now, that, and that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, uh, in Mongolian, you say, may God forgive you. Okay. Uh, harsh. Yeah. Again, people really treat this like a transgression. Yeah, that doesn't seem fair. Uh, in Navajo, they say, like, that that one said it, or she in particular said it, or... What? Like she said like that? She, like, that, <laughs> like, that's what she said. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> or someone is thinking of you slash talking about you. That's, like, a common thing is huh. that, like, yeah. if you sneeze, it means, like, you're talking about someone behind their back or oh. that someone's talking about you behind their back. Like your behind... ears are burning kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, like you're sneezing because someone's talking shit about you. I believe it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> People love to talk shit. Yeah. And that's fine. Even the Navajos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah. Well, like, it's... It can't be disproven that people are talking shit about you when you <laughs> sneeze. You know what I mean? In Persian, they say, may cleanliness, purity be bestowed upon you or may it be for your health. That's a little highfalutin. Yeah, you I know, think so. Bring it down a notch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, Ritharnu, it's, you have released nose water. <laughs> That's very good. To the point, baby. I love that. I like that one, too. And then you say, thank you, or I am dry now. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite one I love that you have released nose water yeah that's perfect I like that that's like coming out of the bathroom and saying I'm empty now yeah. <laughs> these pipes are clean <laughs> do I look thinner the way you say it in Ritharnu is class bin guruwan gotta remember that yeah and Ritharnu again is from great uh, question great <laughs> question making you guys from work Australia, yeah. the Northern Territory. Oh, all right. It's that an was Aboriginal. not where I saw that one coming from, but cool. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, really, most of these are to your health. But in Filipino, it's 
hey, I took a bath. Yes. <laughs> if someone sneezes, you say that to them. Yeah. <laughs> like they just bathe in your boogers. <laughs> and then and then the sneezer responds, who didn't take a bath? I love that. <laughs> what? That makes no sense. <laughs> I think it's just like you, you sprayed it, so it got on everyone. Yeah. 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 Thanks for the bath. <laughs> more where that coming from. Guess I can skip my bath yeah. today. Mm, flu bath. <laughs> Your Filipino flu bath, as they say. Uh, I think that one's my favorite. Yeah. In Telugu, they say, uh, may you be blessed with a life without death. <laughs> okay i don't yeah. know if that's possible especially for, especially for sneezers yeah, yeah. <laughs> or may you live long um, everyone who's ever sneezed has eventually died <laughs> i'm wow. sorry too, right disturbing and that's trend. the truth wow. <laughs> 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 um, and i think that's the end of all of the interesting ones do you guys okay if you guys could invent a new tradition for what you what you say to someone who sneezes and how the sneezer responds. What oh, would it be? Oh my god! I don't know. I really like the nose water one. I'm not sure if yeah. I can improve yeah. on that. <laughs> and I do like let it out, girl. Yeah, let it out, girl. Let it out, girl. As mayor of Gay Island, <laughs> I deem that every single person, when they respond to a sneezer, you say let it out, girl, or let that nose work. <laughs> And then what does the sneezer say? And the sneezer says, girl. <laughs> or, uh. <laughs> That's what they say. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, <laughs> I want, if ever, I, what I think we should do is when someone sneezes, someone else should say, welcome to Boogertown. <laughs> <laughs> Population you. <laughs> Welcome to Burger Town. And then the sneezer says, "Like, yeah, where does a guy go to get a drink around here?" <laughs> like they just they just got to Burger Town and they want tips. That's... Or they can just ask any question that they want about Burger Town. Like, uh, who's the mayor? <laughs> and then you just have a conversation about Burger Town. That's uh, I like that one a lot. It okay. really it's a it, it's a connector. Yeah. You know? It's just really forcing you to go inside your imagination. Because <laughs> when we use our imaginations, anything is possible. Yeah. What do you, do, Lisa, have you thought of one? Oh, or you just, no. Like, I just drifted off thinking about how I wish my car had a special emergency light that I could put on whenever I am sneezing while driving on the freeway. Because it happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Are you allergic to traffic? <laughs> yeah. Who is it? I got to get out of this town. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That concludes Wiki of the Week. We'll be right back with Casey Live. Okay. Wait. Are we recording this? We should put this in. (laughs) No? Okay, good. <laughs> All right, well, that's a good way to start. Uh, we are we're here with Casey Lai, and uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is HIV. You got it. Let's talk about there it. it. <laughs> that was that is actually the best introduction that anyone has given me when they want to talk about this thing because I did it on like a live like show recently on like on stage and like. 
It was so, it was like, I was like, don't worry about it. Like, just bring it up. The H stands for hilarious. So let's just like move right on through. <laughs> and, but there was just like a stilted way to it. And it's just like. And, and hilarious I, immunodeficiency yeah, virus. Hilarious immunodeficiency. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I have it. Um, and I can't believe you guys brought that up first. <laughs> oh my God. Inappropriate. Oh my God. Yeah. I anyone. Yeah. So tactless of us. So yeah, I mean, and that's, and it's, and it's such an interesting thing because it is like for the most i don't want to say it's fine you know but like i'm fine and so i think i always feel the need to lead with that because it still has this air of um death (laughs) and (laughs) disease uh and that is um something that i have to kind of always like wash away quickly especially with people um who aren't gay or hip to the jive you know i think gay people kind of still get it like we know because it's been part of our like community for the last 30 years and so you know we've 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 seen the progress of the drug like i knew in my head before i got it that if i got it i was going to be okay you know and that wasn't why i was like well i'm gonna go get it <laughs> it's something that i've been meaning to do and that was good hiv um but uh so but then because the medicine is good but so it's still like there's still this you know stigma around it yeah so. i mean especially for those of us who grew up in the tlc 90s right yeah where condoms were the thing. Mm-hmm. I, and think, I just yeah. went chasing waterfalls, and that's actually how I got it. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, wow. I was like, it's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but did you see some cool waterfalls while you did I it? I hung out with a lot of awesome waterfalls. <laughs> uh, I love waterfalls everywhere, everywhere. Uh, but the, well, and you're you're from the Bay Area. I am, yeah. And so like, am I. And you're also from the Bay Area. And yeah. I mean, like, you know, the 90s in the Bay Area were, were I mean, San Francisco specifically was like crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the early 90s and like late 80s. And so, but like that just doesn't happen anymore. And so, and I'm trying to make it funny. And sometimes <laughs> it works. And sometimes I'm still like, like just, just, I mean, anytime you're talking about anything on, so I talk about it on stage, which is. Um, which, by the way, you do uh, such an excellent job of thanks. that. I think it's, yeah, like, well, you know, the best work I've seen you do. Thanks. Well, it's the most and personal saying, work. And that's you know. saying something because you're a very funny comedian. I appreciate but, that. And it yeah. really, like, I, I was, I, I've been positive for years, like eight years now. And I didn't, and I've been doing comedy about the same time. Um and I didn't talk about it for years because I was I didn't know how to one. I mean, I, I had I had been writing jokes about it, but I just wasn't. It's just the the first thing to uh, being a gay comic is hard enough. Being a woman comic is hard. Enough. Like I mean, like anything outside of like what is the the standard norm of what mainstream America wants is going to is going to be hard. And so I was like, All right, I got to figure out how to be a comic first. Then I got to figure out how to be a gay comic. And then maybe if I'm not huge by that time, then I'll figure out how to be an HIV positive comic, you know, just because I wasn't sure that was going to help me. But then I got to a certain point where it was like, oh, the kind of comedy that I'm doing needs to incorporate all of my identity. And so I started pulling it out and it's really been great. I mean, it has relaxed me a ton. Oh, wow. Um, and and I, I think I'm better. I think I'm a better person for it. I mean, I think... I. It, uh, well, you ask questions because now I'm just talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it's fascinating to me. Yeah. I do think it is like that 
tension we feel as comedians sometimes of talking about things that are like bad that have happened to us where you're like, oh, God, the last thing I want is for the audience to feel sorry for me. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's a really tricky thing to manage. And I think you do that very, very well. Mm-hmm. Well, and I try to attack it. I try to attack that real quick. And like, I mean, my comedy in general is like other adjectives aside. It's silly, too. You know, I mean, like I'll, I want to talk about big things, but I also want to like get I want to like. I want to um I want to take nothing super seriously and I have to do the same thing with HIV which people will automatically just hear it and they take it seriously. Yeah. I mean I was watching you know Tig's uh you know Tig's Largo special and then the the um, the HBO special after that. I mean, they're amazing and they informed what I was doing because it was like you just go at things that are scary and painful to you and you just like open it up and give people a little bit of the pain but you also have to keep them laughing. And so um that that kind of stuff but but you know this cancer is different from hiv in a way when it comes to people's responses because um unless it's like unless it's like lung cancer and you're an aggressive smoker and everyone knows that like you did this to yourself from their perspective from a lot of people's perspective you know like hiv is something you got um and it's something that you 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 actively got you know Oh, what were you going to say? Well, and they're like, well, that's not going to happen to me. So, yeah. right. Whereas, like, cancer, everyone's like, oh, that could happen to me. Right. But people mm-hmm. can tell themselves that HIV won't happen to them. And it's crazy. I mean, want. it's like, I never thought HIV was going to happen to me. I mean, I was aware of, like, the possibilities and all of that stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, in the in the 2000s, after it was like, we were like, we're smarter than this. We know that we're educated. We know to wear condoms. But what I didn't realize at that time was like, oh, I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> who uh, gets drunk sometimes and has sex sometimes the way that everyone does, you know? And, like, in one of the jokes is, like, you know, the first... The difference between the way gay people and straight people do it is that we can't... There's no plan B for plan AIDS, you know? I mean, like... <laughs> like and that's... And, and so... And so I didn't take all of that into reality. I mean, I definitely should... You know, I don't... I blamed myself for a long time for, like, for allowing it to happen because um, we knew, you know, everyone knows to, to not get it, you know? But... um then I just was like, oh, like, I'm just a person. So yeah. this just happened, and I'm not going to spend too much time worrying about that anymore or worrying about other people's perceptions. And I think that that's, that was the hardest thing for me was to get over the shame and the stigma. Physically, uh, I'm fine, mm-hmm. and it's great. I mean, I mean like, my, I, I'm, I'm more in tune with my health than most people my age are, than, you know, and I have been for the last eight years because I – um, had to go to the doctor regularly. Most most people in their twenties don't go to the doctor unless something's wrong, you know. And so, like, I just kind of was aware of what was going on in my body. And um, apart from you know some like rave nights and some cigarettes, <laughs> like I, I'm like I treat myself pretty well. And so that's good. Um, but again, like you know, shame and stigma is out there and real. And especially in this day and age, I mean, like. I don't know. I I just V for Vendetta keeps popping up into my mind. Not if it's like this great movie or not, but just like <laughs> like you know the world turn can turn on. A, we're seeing the world turn in a way that is uh, not progressive. Yeah. And um, anyone who doesn't fit into the model uh, the, in, in in this kind of turn gets 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 left out. And so like when it comes to like healthcare, like you know uh, Obamacare is not the best thing in the entire world, but it was helping a lot of people and it was helping me stay fucking alive. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so like that's something that I'm super worried about. Me too. Is where yeah. my, what happens to my healthcare? Am I easy? Luckily, we live in California, but it's not about me. 
it's about me and everyone like me, mm-hmm. you know? And there's a lot of people out there in fucking Duluth or wherever, like, I don't, just anywhere in America where there's there's not the same kind of access. And this is scary to a lot of us um, because it, when people are like, uh, there's so many people after this Trump thing being like, relax, guys, like, like just <sighs> nothing's going to be as bad. It's not as this existential crisis. And it's like, I understand what you're saying, and I don't think there's going to be a nuclear war. I just think that most people <laughs> are more right. <laughs> rational. I don't really think that. But it is existential. It's an existential threat to a lot of our bodies. Yeah. yeah. And that's – that's, yeah, I don't think that he and Putin are going to trade bombs. But I do think that a lot of people are going to fucking die. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's like America will still be here, but a lot of its citizens won't be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, I think, the real. Or they'll be left in poorer shape than yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, <clears throat> well, that is, yeah. <sighs> so frustrating about this election is it's like, oh, man, so many things that I thought were getting better, I think we are probably going to go backwards on. And yeah. that's. It's super scary. It's the there's there's precedent for it all, too. And I mean, like, I don't the the comparison between Trump and Hitler is not fair for certain reasons, but it's not fair to just say that's crazy talk and hyperbole and you're just equating two things that aren't same for the sake of energizing, you know, angry people against what's happening. But if you look at just like the way that like Germany went in the last uh, century, you know, like there was a lot of market change culturally in positive directions. And then people got upset about real economic crisis. Ours is not that bad, which is why I don't think we really will go as crazy as the Nazis did. But like, you know, like, like all of this forward motion was stopped in its tracks and then pushed back not only like a little bit like to the point of almost a total destruction of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and like gay people in, were thriving in gay in Berlin in the twenties, the cabaret era. And, you know, like science was supporting it And this. That's the other thing. I mean, like the first sexual science was happening in Berlin. And again, just like these fucking Luddites who are running our, who are electing the leaders of our country who have no belief in science and have no belief in facts that are like they throw all that onto a fire and it gets burned and all of a sudden it's lost for like decades. And that's, that's kind of where my concern is again for gay people and for trans people where it's like, there's so much progress and all of like my Trump supporting family members are like, we'll march on Washington. It's like, you guys don't march, you parade. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the only groups think you group movement you like are parades and that's not going to help anything and uh we're and you're not going to do that and no one's going to do that like i don't know i don't know i'm I've, this is off topic well no but that brings <laughs> I us i need to be positive <laughs> that's the topic very negative but that brings us to the other topic you wanted to talk about which was uh gay people in berlin and yeah. germany and stuff which is uh, t- an area of interest for you well that's just like these two things over Lapping, I think, is the time, time and place. I like uh, Germany. To me, is the most. Fa- Let's just talk about Germany for a second. <laughs> Germany is the most like fascinating country. They fucked up <laughs> so. Yeah, big. they really shot the bed. They fucked up so <laughs> big. But leading up to that, like 
they could have turned in any direction. They could have been the leader of the free world. I mean, like America wasn't. It wasn't America. It it helped because of like how big and vast and resourceful and et cetera, et cetera. But like uh, like German like uh, uh, philosophy and science and it's just like how that is ingrained into its um, um, culture and like respect for the environment and like uh, like all sorts of things. Like that is um, uh, it's all kind of it makes for a fascinating state. But they all, and but they also like their order, and they like. I mean, like, there's there's kind of stereotypes, but it's also just ingrained in, in culture, and so they were willing to follow an evil person, reasons that are defined in longer books than I can get into. <laughs> but, um, um, could you just like really concisely explain Hitler's? Right. No, um, but they're also their sense of like the w- what happened after um, the Holocaust. And World War Two was a true, eventually a true, like horror at one's own actions in a way that America never did after slavery. Our great sin and yeah. our great like yeah. evil to the world, and by like internalizing that and um, reeling with that and dealing with that, they've come out to see that the world can't be going that direction. You know, I mean, to the point where they say, "Oh, we've we've we've." Uh, uh, clamp down on your freedom. Of, they w- Americans would say, "Oh, they have. Um, they don't have full free speech because they can't do hate speech. But if you can't do hate speech, then it's harder to let that kind of stuff rise, you know. And now you have a country that is uh, progressive in a lot of ways. And there, we'll see what happens with the, um, you know, the influx of tons of migrants and whether they do like live by these values or if they just go back to like what we're doing now and like really like go native uh, and nationalist, but. You know, I, I mean, Obama was just over there with Angela Merkel basically being like, you're in charge now. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. got the, the world now. And so, and um, again, this is off point, but I, I, I'm, and the joke somewhere is like, if they save the world now, is it like ultimately a push for German history? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Does that, uh, uh, does that call, is that even Stevens? Right, even Stevens. <laughs> is that, we'll how, are we good now? We'll see how bad it gets before you save us. But, <laughs> But so let's talk about gay people in Germany. Yeah, like, so, what's the history there? Well, that's where gay identity started. I mean, a lot of people that that could be argued that like the first the uh, there's this guy Carl Ulrichs who I am um, who when you really think about what he did, it's just absolutely fascinating. He in like the 1850s sometime was like, I'm gay and <laughs> I love men and I'm not crazy and I'm not sick. I'm a normal person and I'm gonna march into Parliament or whatever there because it was all like broken down into uh, little city-states in, in Germany at the time. Like, I'm going to march into whatever that body of men is, and I'm going to tell them that I'm gay, and I'm going to say we need equal rights. In 1850, he's the Holy first person, Jesus. really, in modern times to come out in a public way. And that, to me, is, like, so nuts that he did that. And so he then began with, you know, there's a whole slew of people around him, the first, like, kind of, like, gay rights movement, and it was all towards... Um, ending anti-sodomy laws. And ending those laws took hundreds of years, and a hundred, a hundred years. They started it then, and that's um, amazing. Um, but you get up to, like, you, there's all these, like, amazing uh, um, figures in it, like Magnus Hirschfeld. Do you guys watch Transparent? Yeah. Best 
show in my mind. But the second season, you know how um, they're always flashing back to Germany yeah. uh, in Berlin? The guy who's in charge of that institute, that's a real place. That's Magnus Hirschfeld. He like had a center for the cool people to party and dress <laughs> up in opposite gender clothes and get down yeah. and drink and boogie in the 20s. And um, it was becoming a worldwide thing. And that was uh, so, um, you know, threatening in a lot of ways. But uh, it was it was like the coolest thing in the world. Everyone wanted to see it. And in Germany, the law enforcement kind of got it. And they were like, they're going to do this no matter what. So maybe if we let them have these big uh, dress-up parties and big banquet halls, like at least we can know where they're all going to be and they're not going to be fucking in bushes. Kind of thing, <laughs> which is like what they were really scared of was all these people fucking in bushes. Um, <laughs> and uh, that is... So 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 that so that was all happening, um, and then there is also this giant gay contingent of the Nazis. Do you know about that? No, like, no. Like so, this guy Hans Bluer wrote. He's like he was like one of the most famous authors in Germany in like the Vi- like leading up to the Weimar area into like into the Nazi area era, and he was an uh, kind of like an unabashed boy lover. Um, and he also wrote these books about like wandering in nature, which were like the biggest hits in the entire world. <laughs> and he also kind of developed this idea of like the, it, they call it the manor bund. And it's like men, young boys being grouping together, being led by, they called it a Fuhrer and going out into woods and, and into nature and bonding that way. And so, and Germany was like, we love this idea. And they formed all of these this is like all these kid groups and all these things and, and, and social groups based upon this idea of like of one leader, you know, molds a group of people into being great uh, uh, members of society. It's very Boy Scoutsy. And it was very Boy Scoutsy until he wrote these four books that became like hugely popular. And then in the fifth one, he was like, oh, but they should also be fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the part where we all fuck each other. <laughs> and... That was like, but as so, like, but <laughs> even that one was like, he wrote it and it was open. And it was like, huh, maybe we should all be fucking each other. Like, it took like <laughs> people the, were like, he was that popular. He was that popular. That would be oh, like shit. if in the last Harry Potter book, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. J.K. Rowling was like, but also the magic wand That's is a penis. So <laughs> you know, actually, the first time that I like actually was like, oh, I'm gonna be myself after this. After Trump got elected, was a couple of days ago. There was a review on NPR of some new like m- like fantasy movie that's gonna be a. Uh, a series Mm -hmm. and the interviewer was like oh will it fill the deep hole that harry potter movies have left and the reviewer was like no but it'll open up a new deep wide hole (laughs) and i I just started laughing hysterically i was like oh i'm still oh i still got it (laughs) i still know what's funny i I also laughed in ralph's when they said over the loudspeaker, uh, this season toss a healthy salad. <laughs> like, oh, I'm dumb. Oh, I'm still dumb. Okay. <laughs> this is probably why they hate us. Never change. Never change. They we all salads. Need- <laughs> they ruin holes. <laughs> uh, so let me wrap all of it. Let me wrap all of this up. Really, um, wrap it up. But the uh, which is what I should have done to not get HIV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I uh oh so so 
So, but that that is the whole uh, that guy, those guys, that guy's theory, Hans Bluer's theories on like how people should organize within the culture was like the basis for the Nazi youth and basically the basis for the Nazi party, Holy like shit. the way wow. they like, organized. So it has this whole homosexual undertone and. Hitler's best friend, if you can say that he ever had a best friend, was a huge mo. And really, his name was Ernst Rome, and um, he the whole so the SS was Hitler's like um, military side, uh, and then the SA was like the paramilitary, um, and it was huge, and it was the only thing that threatened Hitler's actual control and power. But he and Ernst were really good buddies, and he knew he was gay. No one like it was one of those things where at that point you were coming up in the twenties and the thirties in Germany it was like yeah you fuck dudes whatever like you know like do you hate Jews yes come on oh my god um, that kind of thing uh, and so as that guy Ernst Rome and his group of like of paramilitary um, were gaining power Hitler have you heard of the Night of Long Knives that's like it was early on and like after Hitler claimed power and he killed a ton of people a lot of his own people for reasons that were complete bullshit. And when he went, and Ernst Rome was one of these guys and a lot of his like people, and when they went to go like kill these people and round them up, they were all just like fucking each other. Whoa. I mean, like that's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but they do <laughs> say that, but like there was a lot there, that that's-, that's at, at least a couple of them. At least a couple, but a lot of them. So, um, you know, and then they were all thrown in concentration camps and killed. Holy yeah. shit. So so you had this like amazingly open society that was where homosexuality was really just like was not was a, like a founding part of the of the the culture, the cultural milieu, the like yeah. the like the excitement of Berlin at the time. And people from around the world were flocking to it. Gay and straight. A lot of gays, but gay and straight. And and, you know, now I look at like. RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's the best show on television. Every, like, like that <laughs> sound I did earlier, like, that's straight from, like, from, <laughs> like, so many things that gay people do and so many things as a result that straight people do yeah. come from, like, RuPaul's Drag Race and people don't even know it. You yeah. Know? And that's yeah. amazing to me. But, like, now we have a vice president who literally doesn't think we should exist because he promotes conversion therapy. Yeah. You have a attorney general potential who is a monster. Yeah. It's and so upsetting. it's like, what are we, what are, what are we, what, what are, what are we going to do? Yeah. And where is it going to go? And are we, you know, are, is, is nuclear war going to happen? I don't know. Is, are people going to lose their rights? Are people going to get beat up in the streets? Yeah. 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 You know, more so than they have been in the past. <clears throat> oh, it's awful. This was so fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great time. Um, Actually, I'm having a great time. I'm sorry I was okay. ranting. No, that was fucking great. That's like so fascinating. Um, we got to go to expert hour. Okay. Uh, please stick around for that if you can. Yeah, sure. Um, and uh, if people want to find out more about you, go see you perform, follow you online. How yes. do they do that? Uh, uh, Twitter is my favorite until it becomes... Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, until it becomes obsolete because it's all just hate-filled at this point. Uh, yeah. But uh, Casey, C-A-S-E-Y-W, lie, L-E-Y. That's my hashtag or whatever it is, my Twitter handle. Username? Casey, uh, W-L-E-Y. And every week you can see me at Party in the Back, which is my show in L.A. in Echo Park. It's in a barbershop uh, at the New California Barbershop every Wednesday. And then my podcast is The Gay Power Half Hour. 
which um, is every, comes out every Thursday. You can find it on iTunes and SoundCloud and all. I right. love it. Love it. Uh, Casey Lie, everybody. Yay. It's now time for Expert Hour. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We need an expert. We need an expert. We need an expert hour. Oh, welcome to Expert Hour. Uh, very excited about our expert this week. He is here to talk to us about baby naming. That is correct. Please welcome <laughs> Vivaldi Ernst Devereaux. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being oh, wow. here. Thank you all. Um, quite a name on you. Yes. Um, <laughs> Vivaldi was an Italian composer that my parents enjoyed. Oh, okay. Ernst is Scandinavian. It means earnest. Oh. <laughs> and it's a family name. And Devereaux is means from Evero, which is in <laughs> France, Normandy. Oh wow. Oh, okay, great. Every Very nice. every name has um a story. I like oh, that. Yeah. That's a good way of of thinking about it and of framing this conversation we're about to have. Um so let's talk about baby naming. I'm sure that we have some pres- from some New parents, some expecting parents listening. Um, what what do you think is the most important thing to think about when naming a child? The most important thing is something that you're comfortable with and something that you're comfortable with your child having to answer for for the rest of their lives. Um, wow, it's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. And we have to think about it and we don't want to make just a split second decision. Um, yeah. Yeah. And do any of you have children or um, you? I just got a puppy. Got a puppy. Yeah. And its name? Its name is Frau. Um, (laughs) We were going to go with creme de la creme, but... Because I was also thinking about, because I read a story about um, how white people in Los Angeles are now buying puppies uh, at a rate that's very high after the Trump election. And it oh, basically was calling me basic. And so I was like, <laughs> I'll show you basic. I'm going to uh, do a creme brulee recipe uh, and send that to my friends for coping. And then I'm going to name my dog creme de la creme, uh, creme for short, or little bitty, itty bitty, git, 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 for long. Uh, but then I realized back to this other conversation that Germany is a great place right now. And and I wanted to call her lady, so we went with Frau. That's Frau is a very that's nice great. name. That's a great yeah, name. It's strong. It's strong. strong. It's yeah. a very strong. Frau. Frau. Yeah. Frau means woman in yeah. German. Yeah, it does. it does. Yeah, it's got a real name, a, re- a real story to that name. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, I just want to say, I, I have a dog, and her name is Indy. Just Indy? Just short for Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, that's um, a movie. Yes. By um, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, and Spielberg is a also a German Jewish name, mm-hmm. and um, Steven means um, even. <laughs> Steven means even, even in um, ancient Yiddish Hebrew. Oh, oh. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, if you also if you um, if you are thinking of having a baby, I'm, I'm very good at naming babies. Yeah, I would I've named on site. one of my. Well, I ask a couple questions about the person, and if you have any friends who are um, pregnant or their husbands are pregnant. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I. I think I. Well, okay. Let's just pretend like I'm going to have a baby. Okay. Is that? Can we do that? Yeah. Sure. We can figure out. I'm not, but you know, let's talk about maybe it. Maybe down the line. Maybe you down are. the line. A maybe baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so you are, your name is? My name is Emily. Emily. You. What does that mean? Emily, I don't know. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Right. I'm not going to I don't know? Yes. Okay. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about Heller, her last name? Heller, um, that I also don't know. Okay. Oh, that I, means don't know. This, I don't know. No, that means, yes, it means the same thing. Oh. oh. So my name is I don't know, I don't know? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, so you're an artist. You're a comedian. Yes. Comedian. And <laughs> I prefer comedian. A comedian. Sure. <laughs> um, and you name a couple hobbies of yours. Uh, sure. I like watching television and I like to paint. Okay. And then what is, is there anybody in your family who has passed who you either love or respected and would like to honor? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, they've definitely passed, but I don't love or respect them. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, there are people that I love and respect who have passed. Uh, my... Um, my <coughs> my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, on which side? On my father's side. Okay. His and what was, was his name was Maurice. Okay. Yeah. So, and would you like in this situation for your child to be a male or a female? Oh, um, let's let's have a boy. Okay. So I would name your son uh-huh. Gwivin Shemp. <laughs> Gwivin Shemp. Gwivin Shemp. Gwivin Shemp. What does Gwivin mean? It's um, it's also French. Okay. It means um, the, it's a given name. Okay. It means to give, and Shemp is one of the lesser known Three Stooges, <laughs> <laughs> and that brings lightness and brightness because you are, as we stated, a, a comedian. comedian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quiven. Yeah. Quiven. So, well known for your slapstick <laughs> physical comedy too. Yeah. I think out, out there. Yeah. I think that makes sense. So Gwiven Shemp. Uh, I I'm concerned about the possibility of my son Gwiven possibly <laughs> being taunted for that name. Okay. Well, let's think. What would people call? There's that's a foolproof name because what would people bully him by saying? Gwivy. Yeah, that's like, fine. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, what are what are you? Some kind of shrimp? Uh, Gwivin Shemp? Well, he wouldn't necessarily go by his middle name. That's true. He could just go by Gwivin. Gwivin. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> How you living, Gwivin? People might say that. Oh, that's, that's that a, that's is a, that's good. That's a positive That's thing. a good one. Yeah. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Although, gwi- gwi- this or, is a Gwivin take situation. Yeah. Or give me your lunch money, Gwivin. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Gwiv it up, bitch. <laughs> Give it. Gwiv it. Gwiv it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, okay. or it could be on, like, like uh, oh no, she got the gwiv, which is, uh, it just sounds like a. She <laughs> she got the gwiv. She got the shwim. She got the gwiv. Yeah. She got gwiv. Well, shem- it's like, shem- but also you have to realize that some names, you have to give, um, uh, a hard name to a child, like a, a name oh. that they're going to have to deal with for the rest of life, and it will build up their their character. Their character. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wh- Oh, I want. I want. Can I have a turn figuring sure. out what my yeah. my child's name would be? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your name is Lisa. Lisa. You are an artist. Yeah. What's Lisa mean? Lisa means um, it's a Dutch word, and it means um, those things. What are those things called? <laughs> which Fox. which things? Circles. The things. Turkles. What? That that what? The things. Uh, I need. What? I'm motioning with my hands. What yeah. are you? The things. Like a crank. A crank. Okay, sort of this thing. What? Elisa. 
No, but no. this oh, thing. Oh, a pulley. No. Uh, a steering wheel? A circle. No, a it's like a thing. A, like, uh, it's like a building with a thing on it. I have no idea. A what clock? You... No, it's a building with a thing on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, a windmill? Do you know what I'm saying? A, a windmill. windmill. Oh. A windmill. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Guys. You were giving us, like, no information. <laughs> yeah, but that's... He wasn't wrong, though. I wasn't <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we, we, got we got there. We got there. Guys. What does my last name mean? Hannah Walt. Hannah Walt. Now, uh, Han means hand. Okay. A means the, and Walt means is short for Walt. 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 uh, Sorry, no. Walt. That's incorrect. (laughs) I can see why they shortened it. It, Well, no, it's because Walt is originally spelled W A L T T E, and I think your last name is W A L T. Yeah. So it's a shortening of that name. What is hand the Walt? Hand the Walt. Okay, so it's like touching the Walt. Yeah. Yeah, it's like touching the Walt. And well, Walt is like um like an Asian wart. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. An Asian wart? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Um so you'd like to know what your child is like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're an artist? Yes. Do you have any hobbies? Uh like horseback riding? Horseback riding? Yeah. Do you like do you have a particular horse that you're um that you enjoy riding, like a specific sure, horse? Sure, yeah. There's a horse named Valentina. Valentina, riding, okay. Yeah. A Valentina. And then is there anyone in your family that you um, that you want to respect or honor with the uh, name? Sure. My uh, my grandma, my abuela, named Leda Spivak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll say that name one more time. Leda Spivak. Leda Spivak. So oh, I would, Spivak. No, no D in there. Spivak. Spivak. Okay, so I would name it. Um, Dwelf Gorky. <laughs> you almost couldn't get the whole the whole last name out. Dwelf Gorky. Dwelf. Dwelf Gorky. Gorky. Dwelf Gorky. And it's this is a and girl. Because, well, one of the well, that's your choice. <laughs> okay, so it's is not, it? <laughs> it's it's not her choice. It's your kid's it's goddamn your body, choice. It's your body, and it's your choice. God damn and it. also, now sometimes <laughs> one of my beliefs is that okay. How many people in your life have you met named Lisa or have you met named Emily? Yeah, a bunch. A fair amount, yeah. He's not wrong here. Okay. So, and then when you meet them, don't you feel a little less special each time? Yeah. Okay, now, will Dwelf Gorky ever feel that way? (laughs) Can Dwelf Gorky be friends with Gwiven? Gwiven? Gwiven Shemp? Shemp. Gwiven Shemp. They're going to have to be. Yeah, they got to stick together. Stick together. So, what is... is, I'm sorry, Dwelf? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what does that mean? I know, I'm not going to lie about this one. I made that off of, off of the top of my head. Oh, Whoa. Really? Those aren't real names? Okay, so the, Whoa, well, that is really impressive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to just sit here and say, sometimes you just got to follow the feeling. And um, I couldn't remember your uh, your uh, family member's name when you said it. And then I immediately <laughs> also forgot the name of the horse. <laughs> and I thought that Dwelf, Dwelf is a strong okay. name. Dwelf uh-huh. is a strong name, uh-huh. and Gorky, it's sort of like quirky. Yeah, but it's so close to Dorky, and again, for a kid, we're no. Just but again, that's the... a middle name. I would never give Gorky as a first name. Okay. <laughs> so Dwelf G, uh, Hannah Walt. Hannah Walt. Mm-hmm. I like keep the G. Yeah, I like the G. Also like G. Dwell, and that could be even if it, and like what like in the you know maybe they're into rap. They could be like Dwelfy G. Yeah, oh, wow. Dwelfy. Sounds like shelf or elf. It's Which is all positive things. Shelves uh, hold the stuff. They're very supportive. And supportive. Just and like, then yeah. elves the are magical. And... The dwarf on the shelf. Yeah. The dwarf on the shelf. And then wait, did we already talk about what Gorky means? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, 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 I mean, oh, it sounds like cor- I made both parts. Up, okay, yeah. but it sounds like cork or corky. Yeah. So that's a and corks. What are those? Like for a wine no bottle? Knows. Yeah, they like help keep things in. Oh. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Is there time for a question? Yeah, we've yeah. got time for questions. Um, a little bit of a of a, a different perspective. Um, my name is Casey. Mm-hmm. My brother's wife is named Casey. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> Psychoanalyzing him aside. Okay, wait. So wait. Sorry. Excuse me. Your name is Casey, and your brother's wife's name is Casey. Spelled the same way. She has a K. I'm a C. Okay, but you wouldn't know that boy. by hearing it. No, you yeah. can't That's because K's and C's in this culture have the same exact mm-hmm. sound. Yeah, okay. Weirdly. Yeah. So you're asking: Is your brother trying to marry you? No. Okay. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> he calls out her name, not mine, during sex. He right. says Casey with a K. Everyone yeah. knows that. Mm-hmm. The question is. What do they name their child? Okay, that's very interesting. So what is your brother's name? Duncan. 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 And what's the last name, if you don't mind me asking? Lie. Okay, Duncan Lie and Casey Lie. Yeah, there's two of us now. Okay, and now do they have any um, hobbies? (laughs) They together? We, or yeah, individual ones she for me. She enjoys eating paleo. Uh, <laughs> okay. So that's a meatless. He enjoys uh, being that's meat in all charge. Meat. Um, they. Uh, what does he do? He runs um, a bunch of bars and rest. He owns a bunch of bars. Okay, so he's an entrepreneur. He's, he's an entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Okay. Uh, they like to like do nature stuff and do uh, and ski and um, outdoorsy. And they're outdoorsy. Yeah, they're like uh, they're like. Like, thank God they're liberals, because otherwise I'd probably not. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that. Oh, they live in San Francisco. They like charity events. Um, Very charitable. They, okay. She likes yoga. He likes, um, you know, like a, a a day with the boys. Okay. They're making them sound so basic, but they're really she great people. She wears and short skirts. She wears <laughs> short skirts. He wears uh, top hats. And they, are, they af- <laughs> are they affectionate towards each other? Yeah, they're adorable. Okay. So I can't would, wait to hear the name. I know, yeah. And good. the last name is Lie. Lie. It's so it would be. And this, okay. And are we talking about a male or a female? Woman? I don't want to give away because I don't think they've put it on social media. Oh, they okay. are. Okay. okay. Oh, they are expecting They're halfway a baby. through a pregnancy. Yeah. Frimp. So- <laughs> Duffin. Lie. Oh. Frimp. 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 Duffin. Duffin. Frimp. <laughs> lie. Oh this sounds like a messed up version of fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. <laughs> who would you yeah. frimp? Who would you duff in? Duff in. And who would you lie? <laughs> okay. So, okay, frimp. Frimp. Frimp, duffin. What does frimp mean? Okay, frimp is, that to me feels outdoorsy. <laughs> that to me feels, that you said they're active, yeah. they like going out, they yeah. like going out. Duffin to me is that's the social that's their the charitable stuff. Did you make I see that, did you make yeah. this name up again? Yes, again I did. No, Frimp uh, I've heard. But, no, I've but heard again, frimp this is his frimp. expertise. There's, so kind no, of, there's tons of people named Frimp in uh I, uh <laughs> So, uh, Northern Austria. Yeah, I sure. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I thought he'd have a little more expertise in like existing names. No, no. There... But again, keep in <laughs> mind this yeah, is he's a name magician. Right. When, right. We're in the age of millennials, where everybody it's all about branding. Yeah. Right. That's a good. When point. we're going out in the world, and look, when I Google myself, sometimes I'll get websites about the Vivaldi, you know, or yeah. or uh, sometimes people misspell it, and it'll be like Ernest. So it'll go to like Ernest goes to camp or whatever. <laughs> like with f- frimp duffin lie 
Nobody's. You put that in quotes. Yeah. You're gonna get only like certain. You're only gonna get certain. Like you know what I'm saying? Duffin almost has like a regal sound to it. Duffin. Like yeah. he's he's a, oh of the Connecticut Duffin. Do you know what I did with like that, that word? Yeah. Is that I took puffin and I took the p out and I put a d in. You're a genius. Oh, oh wow. Oh. So that that you know and puffins again. That's sort of also a little outdoors. That's a good. That's a good bird. That is yeah. a good and bird. And a great cereal. A good, very good um, cereal. Barbara's yeah. Puffins. Big Frimpin. Yeah. Big Frimpin. Big Frimpin. That's good. If they're running yeah. for a class office in high school, they yeah. could use yeah. that song. Do you have um, any other like favorite names you've come up with? I'd love to hear you just you know, kind of um, rattle them off. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Elefante Spinoza. Um, oh. Elefante is a fictional restaurant in Bojack that I came up with. Oh, wow. Oh. So, oh. so look yeah. at look at us here. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you it's could be great... naming that you you na- see there you named something. Wow. Yeah, but I'm not next. So um, it's your baby. Yeah. Uh, Derp and Quint. Um, <laughs> Quint. Uh, Sounds fil- yeah, he's also yeah. similar uh, in a way. Qu- Quarmy. Um, Norp. Ooh, I like Quarmy that one. Quarmy Norp. I That's for a girl. Th- oh. Quarmy. Okay. That's cute. These are all pretty evocative of a uh, sneeze. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I would say they all sound a little bit like a sneeze sound. Frip. Let, let it out, girl. Duffin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quarmy. Quarmy. Quarmy Norp. Uncle Dwampin? Uncle Dwampin? Uncle Dwampin. I'm sorry. Was that another name? Yeah. So uncle would be the first name. Yeah, because- That's a cool name. That's a cool name. because, Like, to me, also, it's like- you need to own words. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you like uncle. Who says that uncle can only be your siblings? Um, like your sibling. Your, fu- uh, your, your parents. You know what sibling? I mean? Like whatever an uncle is. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> your sibling to your uh, child. I mean, not you apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we need to take that name back. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, We're going to take Uncle back. I take yeah. Uncle back. <laughs> we all got that. Yeah, let's reclaim Uncle, guys. No, but I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> From it's all like, those uncles. <laughs> they, own, they own it, and they're using it, and we can't use that. You know yeah. who's predominantly uncles in this country? Men. White men. White men. Right? Right. There's more white male uncles. Let's take it back. Um, <laughs> can I ask you? Yeah, um, anything. So- what happens if there are two people who are having a baby together and right. they can't agree on a name? Okay, that's a great question. Thank yeah. you. What I tell them to do is I say, go to a large, unabridged Merriam-Webster dictionary, okay. or if you need to, Funkin' Wagnalls or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then- Abridged won't do. Abridged won't do because yeah. you, you lose two, out. Two little options. So yeah. you flip through it, you put your finger on a word, and you take the first and last letter from that word- Mm-hmm. And then you f- keep flipping to a different word, and then you take the middle, the second letter, and the second to last letter. So uh-huh. you do that like six or seven times, and then you arrange those. Have you ever seen basically like Rosemary's Baby, where she puts out the Scrabble pieces? You write down each uh, letter on a a piece of paper, and you rearrange them until you come up with something oh, wow. that that. Sounds good to Such you. Such a fun idea. Okay. So creative. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. Seems like uh, I'm not following the exact formula, but maybe we can have you write it out and then we can post it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Group. If you want to yeah. put it on the Facebook page, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay. I think I also, I think I did a pretty good job describing it. And I that's think, true. I, I think if you didn't understand it, that's sort of on you. <laughs> I accept full responsibility. Yeah. 
Um, what do you think about the trend of, you know, uh, giving cross gender names, like giving girls boy names? I mean, and... I'm Casey. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, what about a unisex, a, a, a multi-sex name? Uh, but, you, different questions. Sorry. Different questions. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I think that's, um. So like naming a girl Carl. Car- I think that's great. But yeah. I would go with like Car. <laughs> car. How come? Because Carl is a name. <laughs> and we, uh, to me, I also feel like we just want to get to like a post name world. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, again, this is sort of my thesis is that you just need to be comfortable with what you're doing and you don't need to um, go by. It's to me, it's like you honor your family, but at the same time, you want to create a new future and you don't want to be. Um, sort of reliant on past societal norms. That's actually a very beautiful sentiment. Thank yeah. You. Um so we are running out of time. Um are there any sort of like last tips you want to leave our listeners with just for when they're thinking about naming children or anything else? Yeah, I would just say um like if you uh, if you don't have a dictionary, um just look around the room. Like I'm looking and I'm I'm seeing like light egg crate so i do like eggy crate light that could be a name <laughs> that could be a name wow you really spun that into into no, something but that's like yeah. that's not a bad name do you know what i'm saying eggy sure. crate light eggy crate light eggy crate light heller yeah yeah but you could just go by eggy Eggie CL. Eggie. I just like mm-hmm. how you're encouraging uh, like strength to come from within and not from like just uh, a description. Outside like, a validation. Yeah. 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 You, to, like, be, you need to be really good to handle a name like that. And this. also yeah. like you're also going against like, okay, we never meet Bernadette's anymore, right? Because yeah. that was like a 1920s thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. now I want a, us to live outside of the time also. You know what I mean? Oh. I don't want it to be, oh, just because... Um, you know, uh, Blue Ivy is, you know, yeah, Jay-Z's yeah. name. Now all these Blue Ivies are happening. Blue Ivy I don't... is Jay-Z's name. That's a yeah. good no, point. Yeah. Their child's Big name. Yeah. Their child's name. <laughs> Big frimpet. We have too many Jadens right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. because of Jaden. Um, Smith. Jaden Smith. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's ruining names. Um, he's well... a good actor. <laughs> he was really good in, <laughs> um, get down. in uh, that, that movie uh, with Will Smith where they both had accents. Um, oh, in San Francisco, Earth, p- something with Earth. Oh, Earth. Earth. oh never mind. Yeah, uh, after Earth. After Earth, I did not expect him to not to have very strange. Oh, wasn't that the Scientology accents. movie? Probably. That's a great name. That's Battlefield Scientology. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. If people want to find out more about your work, uh-huh. is there anywhere they should look? Go to Vivaldi, Ernst, Devereaux, naming. Slash babies slash uh, entomology dot com uh-huh. slash start page backslash <laughs> main page slash submissions slash splash page. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll post a link to that in the Facebook group. Um, well, thank you so much for thank being you for here. Me. Um, that concludes Expert Hour. It's time now for What Did I Learn? What did I learn? Lisa, what did you learn today? Um, what did I learn? Uh, I learned that when someone sneezes, you can just, you know, you can 
Actually, yeah, you can take uh, inspiration from our naming expert and just make up a new thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, just say whatever comes to mind. Yeah. You don't have to follow tradition. Yeah. Hey, great nose bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spray it on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vivaldi, what did you learn today? Um, that Casey can be spelled with a K, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> That's something I did yeah, not know. That's great. Um, Casey, what did you learn today? I learned that uh, brevity is not important and is not important in uh, a website when uh, <laughs> I think you're it trying is. to attract. Uh, well, we'll see. I think it might, it might be. <laughs> we'll see. Um, um, Emily, what did you learn? I learned uh, a lot about uh Gay people in Germany, and there were some cool gay people there. Yeah, and I, didn't, then, I didn't know that. Uh, someone fucked it up. Yeah. Um, let's not fuck it up here. We got a lot of cool gay people here. Let's not fuck it up. I agree. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to Baby Geniuses. Uh, I got a butt picture. Um, actually, two butt pictures someone sent us. Uh, me and my girlfriend's butts on the way to Gay Island. They sent us the wiki for Gay Island, oh, which yeah. we might do in the future. But, um, yeah, one of them has a sporty butt in sporty shorts and one of them has a butt in black jeans and that's cute you guys are cute I like the way butts look in black jeans can yeah. I get the map to that gay island <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll print it out for you later <laughs> um, uh, follow us on twitter I'm at Lisa Draws I'm at Mr. Emily Heller and, and uh, please rate us five stars on iTunes yeah email us at babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com and, and goodbye, goodbye. Yay! Comedy, friendship, and creativity. All of this and more wait for you at Max FunCon. Join us for Max FunCon in Lake Arrowhead next June or Max FunCon East in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both events are on sale now, but they're going fast. Visit MaxFunCon.com to buy your tickets right now. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.